Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business. And we're friends like my gorgeous friend, Dr. Andy. Well, we don't let friends feed kibble now, do we, Dr. Andy? No, we do not. But they're still doing it. You know what? Somebody said, oh, I know what it was. My brother, he sent me a thing. He said, I saw on Newsmax where they're promoting this thing called Raw Blend. And uh, Mm -hmm. so I looked it up and it's still in Chewy's Kibble and Raw. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, how do you put it in a bag and, you know, it's on a shelf and you say Mm -hmm. there's raw in there. I'm not certain that that would be very healthy. No. And my understanding Mm -hmm. is that it's actually more dehydrating when they put them together like that. And why? I mean, I, I, I don't know. And, you know, I should, I should go like find my source, but yeah, the kibbles that are coated are super i think it's probably just because it's so hard to digest i bet the liver just goes through so much more water trying to get that digested because we're mixing we're mixing protein with carbohydrates there's no moisture in it it probably is really stressing that liver and since it's part of the digestion process yes Part of the digestion, which I was talking about with Dr. Dr. Jasek yesterday, digestion and how it works. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that hear things from their vets, like my dog was, um, or or don't feed raw because your dog will go septic. Yes. (laughs) I was, and and she made a good And that yes is not an agreement. That is, yes, we hear that. It's not correct. As I say in the South, bless their heart, mm-hmm. bless their little heart that they, you know, say that that's code for, you know, other things in the South. <laughs> that it, we is say. A, it is a great code. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about chiropractic because you are a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that chiropractors, you know, this always baffles me, Dr. Andy. I mean, you guys, you uh, specifically, and I know some other chiropractors, you guys are so educated in the body, how the body works, uh, what makes the body work. And yet you're so hampered. You're so tied down by what you can say, what you can recommend, what you can do. So where did this split happen, you think, uh, between traditional medicine and mm-hmm. and chiropractic? Where do you think that that, that happened? That happened day one. Um, day one. <laughs> I, like, I like to call us chiropractors the rebels, right? We have no prescription rights, okay? We cannot prescribe any medication. So we have to, we have to know how the body works and what's working with what and thinking through how all the processes go together. We don't have the, Hey, here's your pill. Cause you, your liver enzymes are high. For example, we go to, why are they high? What can we change diet wise? What can we support supplement wise 
for a while, although we've gotten in a really bad habit of supplements. Oh, just take that forever now. And that's maybe a whole different conversation, but we have to think through all the processes. And I'm constantly thinking through why is the pelvis rotated? Why is it this? What organs are involved in all of that? Um, what else can we support with the body? Um, but from day one, <laughs> we have been a thorn in the AMA side, the American Medical Association, as people chiropractors. Um, my, my very pompous attitude on that is because it works. Right. Because we keep people out of the doctor's offices because we keep people off of all those prescription meds. We are not part of the huge machine. We're a minimal cog, but we're not a huge integral part of that huge healthcare money-making machine. And we will not go away. You know, they have tried and tried and tried. Oh, have they? And what were oh, you yeah. right? Tell me about, tell oh, us they, a little they, bit they about that. They put chiropractors in jail back in the day. Oh yeah. And recently, I don't know what the outcome was, but down in Texas, the Texas Medical Association, ha- which has more money than the AMA, so we're talking big money, big state, has been going after chiropractors and saying that their adjustments are treating neurological disorders and therefore they cannot do that anymore. That's a very simple, simplistic way of putting that. And I don't know whatever happened with that. I'm assuming it got to the Supreme Court in Texas that it was just dropped because we never heard about it again. And this was a couple of years ago, but they're still trying. The medical associations are still trying to get rid of people chiropractors. And so as us animal chiropractors, which we're really small, very niche, very pain in their butts too, to the the American Veterinary Medical Association, we're not going to go anywhere either. And, but they're trying, they're trying. And there's a lot of vets that are now taking the chiropractic courses, which is a great thing. And I still is my better. Face I think face. I'm still better at chiropractic because well, that's all I do. And that's, that's a con- what- isn't it a conflict of interest? Going to be a conflict of interest. Let's take it a step further. They're trying to get rid of you guys because mm-hmm. of what you just said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you have your vets who just go through a certification program. It's a conflict of interest, in my opinion, because if, 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 and I would say, and it is, um, where they, you know, it's a life, it's a profit margin. All right. So it's, it's, what is the return on investment? If I can keep this customer, this patient coming back year after year for its annuals, for its rabies shots, get its flea and tick, they get their food. That's a huge revenue stream. All right. Now they knock you out of the picture, folks like you out of the picture so that you can't, you know, mess things up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. We're going to have some, in my opinion, some really unhealthy animals. Yes. If they continue down that pathway. And I'm glad you just said all of that. I, I agree with all of it. Do medical doctors take chiropractic courses and go out and adjust people? Well, do they take nutrition courses and tell them to change what they're eating? But what I'm saying is, why do we let the veterinarians go out, oh. take a course and adjust animals? 
right. just because they know animals. Well, medical doctors know people, but they cannot just take a course and go out and adjust people. They can go through chiropractic school and have an MDDC. Absolutely. And then they can do it, right? They can go MDDO and do osteopathic adjustments, but they can't just take a certification program and go out and adjust people, even though they know people. So the argument is with veterinarians is because they know the animals and we are just dumb chiropractors and don't know animals. By the way, biological processes and people and dogs and horses and cats are actually very similar. The disease processes are very similar. There's some differences. And like, I'd like to tell people, I do know what's not chiropractic. Right. Which is the most important, like, Ooh, uh, this is not looking good. You don't need to be in my office. You need to go see your veterinarian. I I can do that. I've done diagnosis. I've done discernment. I've done clinical practice for 20 years. Right. But their argument is they know animals and we do not. Well, that's the same argument they do in the nutrition part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how many veterinarians know anatomy very well? And do they need to for what they're doing? Probably not. But to assume that they know more than us when it comes to chiropractic, when it comes to neurology, when it comes to joints, when it comes to muscles and tendons. What? Yeah. It, it, and who are these powers that be, Dr. Andy? Who, who's up that chain that keeps trying to railroad those of us that are niche, that are not uh, part of the big cog. We're in that group as well. Who mm-hmm. are these? Who are these criminal syndicate people? Did I say that out loud? You did. Oh my criminal goodness! Criminal syndicate. Wow. <laughs> big words this morning. Big words. Um. I, you know. You gotta wonder the, the, where the, is the, that the coming AMA from? AMA and the AVM, the AMA and the AVMA have to be in bed with big pharma, and big pharma's in bed with big food, and we must be making a big enough impact. We must be a big enough fly that they keep swatting at us, right? We must be a little bit of a pain. We must be noticed because they keep swatting at us, keep trying to keep us down, keep trying to limit what we can do. Well, you know what I contend though, Dr. Andy, that part of the issue um, is pet parents. Part of the issue that we both face is pet parents. And why do I say this? Um, because pet parents will get something in their head and they will complain. And this industry loves the smallest of complainers so that they can take us out. Right. And what I'm saying is, for instance, we've had um, things like, oh, I got my blend And the bone is too big in this. You are going to kill an animal. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're assuming that? Have you ever done the research on it? Do you, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody will say it's a a bad batch and it made my dog sick. And your vet is all too happy to go along with that. Right? Absolutely. Uh, And And I don't understand people. Contact Didi, go, hey, I got these bones in here. Should I be concerned? That's how you start educating yourself. That's how you learn stuff. And you go to Didi and ask her about her product, right? We've talked about this a couple of shows ago. Why would you go to your orthopedic surgeon and ask them about chiropractic? They don't know anything, generally speaking. 
So ask, ask your orthopedic surgeon about what's going on with your animal. Ask your chiropractor, ask your raw dog food provider, gather the information and educate yourself, educate yourself. And then you are in charge of, and you know, your animal. So, you know, a question that I always have in regards to these bones, right, is back in the day, right? So let's go back 30 years ago. I started 23 years ago, but let's even keep going back. People would take the whole animal and chop it up and feed it to their dog. Now, that's a heck of a lot bigger bone in there than it is in the blends. So I'm uncertain whether the concern is, oh, they take the food and they just swallow it, right? That's what they do. They grab it, mm-hmm. the, the raw blend, and they swallow it. Mm-hmm. And they're As thinking, they should, people. They're not supposed to chew it. They can't. <laughs> I don't know, Andy. I mean, you you know a lot about the dog's physiology. Do they have a jaw where they can actually chew? No. Okay. No, no. no. They, they are not designed to chew. Everybody's like, oh, they never chew their food. I'm like, exactly. They're not designed to chew their food. They're designed to grab, swallow. Yeah, or or crunch, rip, mm-hmm. shred, tear, and then swallow. Mm-hmm. Still not chewing. Not chewing. Mm-mm. So I don't know where this where this concept comes in that it is unsafe for my dog to swallow a bone. Now I want to ask you. I, I mean, ground bone, I, and even if it's as big as my fingernail. Yeah. Okay. Even if it look. When you're trying to pill a dog, when you're trying to put a pill in dog's food, they somehow figure that out and spit it right back out. Mm-hmm. They're going to do the same thing with bones. Yeah. I get, I get like the bigger, I don't know, like you said, fingernail size bone yeah. left in like my smaller dog's food dish. They just leave it. They figured it out. And then now my Doberman, it's all gone. It, right. It, it don't care. And the Doby's like, hey, you got any bone left? I'll take mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yep. So, but my point is, this is one argument that we get, but we get so many other things that come up, right? Um, and the, the, what, what in, in your industry too, right? Where somebody could say this injured my dog, this did that, blah, 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 blah. And, and the problem is again, that we just have, we, we cannibalize our own industry, we can cannibalize our own industries. Every industry is going to have um, folks that complain, folks that say things, folks that, you know, s- come up with things that don't make sense. But I'm telling you, those people that do not want us in the industry are more than happy to agree with you, even if it's wrong. Yep. So at some point, you have to get down to what is the real truth? And that requires asking questions. Right. Looking at the pool, look at the pool of animals that you have treated. Are they better? Did did they not have to go through surgery? Did they not have to be um, put under anesthesia, which is never good for any animal? Did they not have to, you know, have their bones all moved around surgically or things, you know, banged into their bones because of chiropractic? Um you could do the same thing with with uh, with raw food, and when when you get this one statement, I had a doll that 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 ate raw and and went septic. I'm like, what the heck does that mean? Yes, how does that happen? Right, that's that next level of discernment. What does that mean? Like, 
what else could be going on? How did how would that even work? Because we've talked about this mouth to anus. That's technically outside the body. (laughs) All that food that goes in and gets digested doesn't enter into the body until it's, you know, minuscule. All the particles, all the breakdown does that. And so the body, oh, it's a lot smarter than you, than anybody gives it any credit for, is going to handle things and not let that get septic unless something else is going on. Right. And even then, what other meds, what other injuries, what other um, stressors, like you can go down the whole list. Right. Yeah. It, it It's just, it's mind boggling that they want to shut something that works down, right? I guess. Ding, 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 ding. There something it is. Something that works. What do we got from Johnny? Something that works. Chiropractic works. Raw feeding works. Yeah. Keeps them out of the office. Keeps them off the pills. Keeps them out of the big machine. Can't have that. And and the thing about it is there is such a huge group that is never going to enter into the holistic side. So mm-hmm. you would think a they would huge group, right? You would think that they would say, all right, we got enough. Mm-hmm. There's enough for everybody, but and, there must. And what they're doing is working. So we'll just let them stay over there. Right. No big deal. Right. Cause no. we got money for marketing. They know. I, and so to me, Dr. Andy, there has to be a bigger agenda. Call me a conspiracy theorist. And then check me in what two weeks, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> but um, but I'm just thinking there's a there's a bigger agenda that we cannot have a different narrative. It's like there has to be one narrative, and that's all there can be. Now I, I don't know um, those of us that have been going down this holistic path for a very long time. I I don't think there's a a sphincter a chance in hell that we're going the other way, mm-hmm. right? We're not oh, going God, the other no. way. Why those of us that stick our necks out and uh, do all this, do it. (laughs) There are times when I'm just like, you get beat upside the head. You do. I'm like, do I like my head attached to my body? Why would I stick my (laughs) neck out there? And and I keep doing it. You keep doing it. Like, I don't know. know. Button for punishment. Is that the saying? You know, I, I guess so. I was I was thinking about this because Neely and I were talking yesterday and she was saying that she was in Dr. Cowan's one of his lives. Mm-hmm. And um, she said someone asked him about the rabies vaccine and she said his face turned red. And she said, I think the veins were about to pop out of his neck. And he said, do not vaccinate your dogs with the rabies vaccine. He says the biggest scam there is. If someone can say that. I'm so grateful. Yes. I'm so grateful someone is out there saying it. Yeah. I am not saying that. Someone else out there is saying it so you can hear it. Right. Right. We're just repeating what Mm -hmm. Dr. Thomas Cowan and people will say, oh, he was a quack. He had to submit his medical license. No, it's the other way around. He submitted it because he was. It was his choice. Yeah. He wanted to be able to Mm -hmm. do good and present Mm -hmm. what he has seen. And uh, as I have said, there's really nothing good that comes from being good and trying to, I mean, it's like, I mean, there is, we see a lot of animals that, that, um, have these great lives that feel better. And that's why we do it. Why we do it. But, but yeah, back to his licensure. And I don't know how much pe- your listeners and people know is he went to medical school. 
he's he's got his doctorate he learned all the stuff he's still learning stuff right that licensure is run by the state board and then under that licensure you can do only so much or so little and you can't cross this line and you can't cross that line and you can't say this and you can't market that and so giving up your licensure in a state because of restriction doesn't mean he's not a doctor anymore <laughs> and that was his freeze him up doesn't it yes and I think that's what he was looking at. I don't know the man, but I mean, I've looked at it. There are things I can't do because of my, my certification as an animal chiropractor in the state of Colorado that, um, Mary Jane that lives next door with no letters after her name can do. That see, see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm sorry when it doesn't make sense, folks, it doesn't make sense. I don't try to make sense out of nonsensical BS. I really don't. And I'm shocked at how many people will just go along with the program. Oh, it doesn't make sense, but I am going to go along with it. No, no, because it is such a slippery slope, right? It is a slippery slope. And there will come a time, I fear, that they will push everybody and the dogs back into a very unhealthy state. I mean, they're already trying to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we were looking at what is that 2030? It's the 2030 agenda for the rabies, right? They want 70% of all dogs to be vaccinated with the rabies vaccine. They don't have that already? 2030. I know. I know. Neely was like, what? It's not 90% or 99? (laughs) Okay, good. Because I'm like... Huh? Right, right. Well, that's fascinating in itself. Yeah. Yeah. There okay. was an article that we that we uh, did on the podcast. But, you know, I think kudos to all the listeners out there that are gaining knowledge and they're gaining confidence. Um, you know, we have some amazing customers, Brie and, and Terry Tyrone. I mean, they're, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, she's got a dog walking business. She listens to the mm-hmm. podcast all the time. Hello, Brie. Hello and, there. And you know, she she they're amazing. The the energy, the positive energy and the positive information that they put out there um and help people that would have never heard of us, right? Mm-hmm. There's a oh, lot all of the time. She's out yeah. there talking us all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And and not even just us, just what is mm-hmm. help I meant in us your, as yeah, us as a, a group. Yeah. Industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did mm-hmm. we call us? A niche. Uh, We're just a fad, don't you know, Dr. Andy? Oh, I did see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They, they've been saying that raw feeding is a fad for, I don't know, mm-hmm. 20 years. I, what's a fad? Comes in quickly and goes out quickly. Yeah, that's my definition. Well, how quickly? How quickly is a fad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> see, you got to ask questions. How yes. quickly is a fad? Is it okay. like, you know, I hope, I hope bell bottom jeans are not a fad because I do have several pairs. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that. <laughs> Love those. I don't really care about fads, Dr. Andy. You know, if I like it and I feel like I look good in it, I'm going to wear it. Fad or no fad. I'm not a, I'm not a follow the, follow the, you know, no. trend type of chick. I just am like, okay, in what clothes in dog feeding? In... <laughs> right. If there seems to be a theme, right? <laughs> right. I guess. I guess maybe the rebels just need to kind of come together. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, but, you know, we don't we do have a lot of pet parents that still I mean, they're going to do the raw feeding. But I, I was talking to somebody the other day, which is one of Dr. Jasek's pet peeves when people say, well, I had to give this vaccine. Yeah, I had to. I had to. And she says this. She says, look, you have a choice. That choice may be painful. The choice oh. may be hard. Yeah, and it may not be easy. You may have to change maybe how you live your lifestyle. God knows my lifestyle is not easy with my animals, but that is my choice um, to not have to follow conventional measures. Right. And that's a choice I make. All right. So let's talk a little bit about what's on the horizon for you. Um, you're going to be putting out some uh, courses in the near future. So Working on it, working on it. Yeah. And I think, I think if they're going to destroy your industry, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really important that pet parents understand how they can help their pets at home. Right Mm -hmm. now, you're not going to adjust them folks. You're not going to adjust them the way that Dr. Andy does. However, you want to know what you can do to be able to keep your pets healthy and out of harm's way. And you can read into that anything you want. I think you have to read into anything with us. I mean, I'm pretty black and white. I was going to say subtle. No. Yeah, subtle not. Um, <laughs> so you want to make sure that you're on Dr. Andy's email list, which is animalmagiccare.com, animalmagiccare.com. You'd be watching for those videos because there is no way that each one of us can uh, can help each one of you individually. There's not enough time in the day. So uh, these courses are going to be great once they get up, but you need to know when they're available. So get over to animalmagiccare.com. You want to make sure that your dog is on a species appropriate diet. I'm going to tell you right now, it is not raw mixed kibble. Okay. That's not species appropriate. Let's don't do that. That's cheating. It's cheating. It's gross. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's trying to get around and it doesn't work. No, they still want to put all that crap in there and mm-hmm. then call it raw. So what is raw? Raw is going to be uncooked. So that's not farmer's dog. That's not Ollie. That's not a lot. Okay. It's not cooked. It's raw. Raw is right? raw. Right. Like it's truly raw. Like no cooking involved. Okay. Right. I get that question a lot. Do you cook it? No. Oh, I do too. It's raw. Oh, I get it too. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> right, right, right. No, raw So it, that means that it's going to have to come to you frozen. Or if you're up in San Francisco, um, I would go by San Francisco Raw and see Casey up there. Um, Casey does a little bit different up there. And I haven't heard from her since, you know, they're, they're burning down San Francisco. But um, she basically makes it all right there in the in her cute place and then gives it to the pet parents fresh. Uh wow. unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And she doesn't ship. Uh she's mm-hmm. got she's got a wow. cool, cool thing there. Uh but anyway, if you're up in that area, go there. But all of our stuff is going to be frozen. It's gonna to come to you frozen. Do we ship? Absolutely. Every Monday, uh, we're gonna ship it out to you in a customized box with dry ice. Um, yeah. Raw is raw. So get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Spread the word about the podcast. If you have anybody that has a sick dog, you have somebody that's, you know, on a lot of meds, you have a dog that's seizing, um, you know, tell them about raw dog food. If you have a dog that 
somebody is thinking that maybe they need to go in and have surgery, tell them about Dr. Andy. Get a consultation with Dr. Andy first before you subject your dog to any type of surgery. Um, she can help you out. All right, everybody, get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, Dr. Andy. Bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.
Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.